0: I'm jealous of the blue jeans that you're wearing And the way they're holding you so tight I'm jealous of the moon that keeps on staring So lock the door and turn out the night I want you all to myself we don't need- Welcome back to AM HodgePodge with Keith and Mark.
1: Hey, that was not bad. That's Virginia. <laughs> She's been on the show before, and she picked that song. What do you, did you hear the song, Virginia? Yeah. I. Um, did you like it? Yeah. Was it as good as you thought it would be? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is it country?
2: Yeah. Yes. It's kind of
1: like Bieber-esque country.
2: They qualify for the CMA Awards, so. <laughs> oh, well, all right.
1: <laughs> it wasn't I don't know a, what that says Was it a special nowadays, category <laughs> or... <laughs> So, uh, how come you're here, Virginia?
2: Um, I kind of don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all, do Yeah, don't I think we that's all. the answer we all have.
1: <laughs> uh, how did you hear about Dan and Shay?
2: Well, I just, I've liked their band for a couple of years, and I heard that song a couple of months ago, and so I like it.
1: So, when I liked bands, and I was your age... I would buy a cassette tape. (laughs) Do you know what a cassette tape is? No. I didn't think so. Do you, um, when you like a band, do you buy an album or you just buy a song?
2: I kind of can't buy any albums.
1: Is that because mom and dad won't let you? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's probably smart. When I was a kid, we would, so like I'm looking at Dan and Shay and they've got, nine, ten songs on this list right now. And Keith remembers this. Um, and, Cora, you might remember this. But when we would, we would like a song, and they would have maybe two songs on the album that would get playtime on the radio. And so you'd get this song, and you're like, ah, I love this song. And then you'd find nine other songs that you really liked by the band, but nobody else ever heard of them because you only heard them if you bought the album. Those were kind of cool days.
2: Those were good days.
1: <laughs> Anything you want to tell the, the listeners in Radford?
2: Um, or,
1: or the New River Valley? Have you done any fun things in Giles this summer? Not really. <laughs> is that, that's not true, is
0: it, Dad? <laughs> uh. All right, I'll, I'll take this <laughs> <laughs> That part's total, totally not true. We actually went to Giles twice during the summer, and... Um, but yeah, the the best part about having Virginia here in the morning is that this is the first time when she comes on like this that she's not, not normally speaking uh mm-hmm. at the speed of sound. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Is that well, correct?
1: Um so Virginia is the youngest of five. Yeah. And so she's had to be pretty assertive with her voice yeah. in
0: your house. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And she does a very good job with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. as promised, Cora, you're here. We had you in the last segment. We talked about the Virginia Tech football game there. And you gave a measurable, uh, I think, about just the, the number of people. Well, we we talked— about. It was great. You, you looked up, there was no seats available. No seats. Yeah, and so that was a first, even even night games that are nationally televised against Notre Dame or something, they just weren't that full. And maybe it was because people didn't want to go to those games because they felt that Virginia Tech was going to lose. They felt this was a night game, it was a winnable game, and it was an important game, and so everyone was there. But you go to those things as a represent, as a not only as a fan, but as a representative of your county. We do. Yeah. And so... In the region. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly right. And you, I think, said something that that was the number one attended at the uh, Hokie Village.
2: Yes. So Giles County sets up in Hokie Village, which is right outside of Lane Stadium. Across the street, yeah. Yep. And uh, we've been doing it for six years now. And um, last week's game was, was... by far, the most quantity of people that walked up, walked around. We talked to, uh, you know, we gave recommendations, we, we shared information, we handed out swag. Um, by by far, was the best and and most people.
0: Yeah. Do you think that that was because of the eight o'clock start, and then people just started tailgating early, or was it simply because that other five to seven thousand people? that were there, maybe they're not normal visitors to Lane Stadium, and therefore they were utilizing you guys uh, one time. I mean, obviously, there's not season ticket holders that fill this stadium anymore. They're having to sell single-game or or multi-game packages. So some of those people will will only visit once a year maybe.
2: Yeah, and I would also – so having had that experience and then walking into the game, we both said, you know, the energy – inside the arena was amazing. And yeah. so there was definitely an excitement amongst the visitors of, of the Virginia Tech football team that it was it was something to see, and they wanted to be a part of it. Right. So the season opener, I think, had a big thing to do with it. I'll also say we also chatted with more people because it's so early in this season and the night game and the energy and all the good stuff. A lot of parents had we either – Back in town or we're still around, parents of normal students. Mm -hmm. Um, We always uh, have have a wonderful time chatting with, you know, players, parents and stuff like that. But just the amount of people that, you know, they said, well, we dropped our kid off three weeks ago and we're we're back. Um, And I was like, oh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome.
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm curious. Uh, did you go to the game, Keith? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, both of you were, were so there. I said I was there all the time. Yeah, I, sometimes, sometimes I ignore it. The, the, the pizza and the Peep, sleep, the beers blah, 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 and the Miller Light <laughs> and the, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> Bud Light. I just saw uh, all of that. He didn't come see me, but he was <laughs> at yeah. the game. Yeah. So w- did you notice that there were more um, o- older people there than maybe last season? Mm.
0: I, what I will tell you is I noticed that there were fewer uh, children. What I mean yeah. by that. Is like the six to twelve year olds. Would that's you agree fair. with that? That's
2: fair. Yeah. Even in Hokie Village, which is geared towards that family, yeah, um, family mm-hmm. grouping, um, the the kiddos that were in that space, I would agree, were older. Yeah,
0: they were so.
2: And that's probably because it's a night game. Yeah. Right? Exactly right. And yeah. Six year old. And it's a, you know, it's a
0: big commitment to to get there at four o'clock and stay until ten. So it seemed like there was an older uh, group, which tend to be able to walk around more by themselves, form groups, uh, hang out at longer periods of time, less whining, that kind of stuff. So when you take all those things into account, it felt to me certainly more vibrant.
2: Yeah, and the students, I mean, they definitely came out. um, Yeah, for sure. Once in the game, that student section was full and definitely a lot of energy, like I said. But even wandering around prior to, not just – Kind of the central places you would think the students go to prior to the game to t- do their tailgating, but I mean we had lots of students coming in and checking out what we had going on. Also in Hokie Village, they had the women's basketball team, so I'm not going to say it was Giles yeah. that brought them there. I mean there was a lot of fun, good stuff happening, and I think that's what Virginia Tech is doing well with these football games. It is a sense of community, whether it is tailgating in a yeah. lot. Or this Hokie village experience, or allowing you know local businesses to have a have a per, you know some way to participate in the game with you know their restaurants or beers or whatnot. So yeah. I think they're doing a good job. Yeah, and, and, and we had a great day.
0: Now a great couple day. of weeks ago we were out in Giles. Yes. and you know we had a wonderful time. New business owner uh, in t- move, who took over an established business and yep. really kind of brought it, as she said, into the twenty first century yeah and um when you see these sorts of uh uh, places investing putting the money back into it i am curious from your perspective um when you come to let's say blacksburg for a game or you you go anywhere in the region and when you travel back um compared to five years ago Do you feel like the area is homogenizing some or is the uniqueness of the locales still relevant to you?
2: That's an excellent question. I would say giles in particular and the small businesses that we're seeing we have a wonderful mix of folks that have been around for 25 30 mm-hmm. 50 years and then we're also seeing this new investment so we
0: saw it on par- in downtown mark i mean we, yep. we saw it on all the businesses to the last uh we were like that's new that's new that's new that's yeah. new yeah.
2: but then right adjacent to them or in between you also have businesses that Correct. have been you know four or five generations yes. at a storefront and so Not so much homogenizing, but a collaborative approach mentality that we're all trying to, you know, make this a great place to live and, and recreate. And then in the from the NRV, I think we're identifying or or self-identifying some of these strengths that we have as communities. So not necessarily homogenizing, mm-hmm. but understanding that there's a place for all of us in our region and we're trying to exploit the things that we do well or that we want to do well. And and that's okay. What's what's working in Giles isn't going to be the thing that happens in Montgomery and that's okay. And I think there's an understanding and an agreement or a a collaborative spirit to to try to just do the best that we can with what we have and then support and and partner and and do the things region wide.
0: Yeah. Well, well, I think take a break and come back and actually talk more about Giles Direct, but you said something uh, about there was a vendor that was asked to potentially participate in the weekend and they said no. And it's, it's well-established. They do a really good job. But that is a, a business that certainly, I think, realizes who they are. Yeah. And they don't need to be everywhere every minute. And they also don't need to be everything to everybody. Their, their uniqueness is such that if people want to find them, they can go find them. And they, they no longer have to go and hunt those people down. And when you become that person. That's the longevity. And then it also provides, uh, I think, confidence to others to throw money and effort into establishing another business.
2: And I think that's what, and I've said this before, you know, part of my job as as tourism and Giles is creating the environment or the space Correct. that you can plug into, or yeah. you can thrive as an adjacent piece within your piece of the puzzle in the bigger p- picture exactly
0: right exactly right when we come back while we take a break and when we come back we will hit on Giles and uh stick with us you're listening to a.m. hodgepodge
1: I can see the dogs playing in the backyard through the kitchen window right there maybe life's kind of more about a swing on a porch holding her while the sun disappears why would I want to be anywhere else in the world Sitting around